Hello everybody, my name is Gavin and I am the producer of Off The Notepad. I am so happy to be back. Uh, it has been a hot minute since we released our last episode. Uh, we had some issues with uh, not having access to our, our source files. And uh, yeah, that has been cleared up. We are, we are ready to get back into the game of things. I hope you all enjoy this uh, episode and I will see you all at the break. Hello there. Welcome to Off the Notepad. I'm Halika Campbell. And I'm Victoria D'Angelo. We are the greatest uh, creative writing majors this side of reality. Mm -hmm. It's kind of crazy how much we've expanded. Like after really delving into those lizard negotiations, we moved on to sea anemones. Oh, awesome. Yeah, we take up most of the ocean now. Awesome. Including like those creatures that science has not reached yet. We're getting there. We're still, okay. I have a friend down there who's awesome, like working awesome, to promote awesome. for us. Yeah. Like that's just going to be so good for my ego that when we get to those creatures before scientists. Can I ask you a genuine question yeah. while we're on air? Yeah. Do you think we could ever be humbled? Nah. Me neither. <laughs> what an intro that was. <laughs> Should we talk about writing? Is that what we're here for? I think so. Amazing. <laughs> I have a protagonist for you. Awesome. I'm going to choose... Okay. You know how I normally write these paragraph long protagonists where it's like the consequences, their successes? Mm-hmm. I'm going to read this to you exactly how I have it written down. Oh, perfect. It's a ghost, double question mark. I want a ghost protagonist, punished or not, just a literal ghost. Oh, just a ghost. Just a ghost. Just a ghost. Okay. It's spooky season after all. It's, it's not spooky season anywhere. <laughs> Someone out there will listen to this in October. Right? This is our spooky special. Ooh. <laughs> Be released in like February or something. Oh, so good. Bad. Okay. Let's see. A ghost. That's a that's a protagonist. Yes. Okay. So, how about? Oh, I didn't realize this was going to be a themed episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's there's it's it's one premise, but there's two options directions that we can go with it. Here Ooh, okay. here is here is my prompt for you. Okay. It is either. A zombie apocalypse? Oh no. Or a dragon apocalypse? Oh my god. Can we. Oh my god. Can we try dragon apocalypse real quick? Yeah, yeah. Let me say real quick as if it's not gonna take the next 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What does a dragon apocalypse look like? <laughs> what I does that mean? I love dragon apocalypse. So, so. The easiest way to do it, which might be slightly disappointing, but we can talk about that, is uh, there are tensions in the world and scientists are like, we need a weapon. And so they genetically engineer a lizard that can fly and breathe fire. Oh, they make a dragon. They make a dragon. <gasps> and then the dragons escape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember reading a book once where the apocalypse happened because they were creating dragons and they were, you know, fine-tuning them. And then they added a specific DNA to one of the dragons, the white dragons, that came from, like, 
I think it was a wasp that had hallucinatory properties, and so it gave the dragon basically mind control. Oh, mind control dragon. <laughs> oh my god, I love dragons. Yeah. I love, okay, I want to, I want to amend our protagonist real quick. Okay. I think it would be really cool if, I like the idea of the genetically engineered dragon apocalypse. Okay. Um. I think the ghost, our yes. protagonist, yes. should be the ghost of a real dragon. Oh, oh. So then we get we get this story about this ghost dragon who, I think it was the only dragon in all of existence, died thousands and thousands of years ago, was slain by a mighty hero, whatever. Okay. Um, and ghost dragon has been roaming the world just trying to find whatever unfinished business it has, is trying to do something, right? It's trying to mate. <laughs> trying to mate, but it's a ghost and a dragon. <laughs> so both options are bad. Um, but this ghost dragon comes across <laughs> the colony of genetically engineered dragons. Yes. And I like the idea of the narrative focusing on the difference between a genetically engineered dragon or perhaps a robo-dragon. I feel like we should have those too. Ooh. And the ghost dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I can I say in that book that I was talking about, they created steampunk dragons to fight oh. the real dragons? Robo dragons versus fake dragons versus ghost dragon. Oh my god, that's so good. Our audience is like, this is too many dragons. Like, this is not working. This is not enough dragons. Yeah, you are so incorrect. What would you know about writing? This is genius. So we have... Your opinions are invalid. The two best writers in the world in the in this reality yeah. are speaking. I don't, what would you know? We have great pull with the lizards. I can't believe this is actually coming the to lizards. our benefit. The lizards! <laughs> the lizards. This is a crack episode. Okay, so we have Ghost Dragon. I want more dragons. Can I just say that? I feel like we have... I almost want this ghost dragon to be like, whoa, there's other dragons now. That's weird. I don't know if it can communicate with the other dragons mm -hmm. or if it just like tries to live among them, like pretending it's alive. Oh, oh, you want more dragons? I want more dragons. What if dragons started as house pets <gasps> and then tensions rose and scientists are like, no, let's make weapons now. Oh my God, domesticated dragons go burr. Okay. <laughs> Okay, we have domesticated dragons. I think they're kind of ugly too, like pugs. Oh, they're ugly, and, people and like, they gotta be smaller than the weapons, right? Way, they're house way sized. Smaller. Yeah, they're like cat sized, they're cat like they're sized. mid sized, like dog size at the. I biggest. think dog range. Yeah, yeah, no, it makes sense to me, because that also explains like I think they have really terrible snouts again, like pugs. Mm. Um. And people are like, oh my god, they're so cute. But obviously someone wants to turn that into a weapon, as you yeah. said. So then we get the genetically engineered dragons, which I think are beautiful. Yeah. I think one of the scientists, because there's always one of them that's like, no, I've wanted to be a dragon my entire life. Oh no. <laughs> I legitimately am so attentive to dragon detail. Like, I think they could have had genetic dragons like so long ago but this one scientist was like absolutely not not until they are perfect yes so then we have like these flawless beautiful dragons but i think they only come in um 
like flat colors like there's a red dragon a black dragon a blue eyes white dragon oh <laughs> oh red eyes black dragon is that you perhaps <laughs> um and then obviously once the dragons escape then we get even more beautiful colors because the dragons are mating or maybe trying to mate maybe they can't actually lay eggs because you know what that would be a really good conflict the ghost dragon is living with this new colony mm-hmm. ghost dragon is so happy these dragons die <laughs> like they can't mate they think that they can they can't no eggs are laid they just die out after maybe a century mm-hmm. and then ghost dragon's alone again can can like i imagine in the facility that these dragons are made they make them sterile because they don't want like reproduction where it can't be controlled exactly that said this facility probably has x amount of breeders oh dragon breeders if you just put the word dragon in front of it it immediately becomes halika's favorite thing Mm -hmm. so i feel like these these dragon breeders are still at the facility because they're under the like highest surveillance like you don't want dragons where you can't control them right? exactly so all the sterile ones escaped and i don't know maybe ghost dragon finds out that there's someone he can mate with oh god <laughs> oh god ghost dragon sex oh god why does it, it makes like so much sense in my mind though because like dragons are these big regal things that are really really proud of themselves and like being the only dragon on earth it's like wow my race will not my race me will not live on oh yeah well it's also like it's that very um like frankenstein's monster that desire i am the only one of myself i need another yeah whether that is in the form of a lover or in the form of a child yeah i need something to share my blood but also, it's a ghost dragon. So how does that work? <laughs> ghost semen. Oh. <laughs> Cut that, please. Cut that, Gavin. <laughs> Take it out. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I might have to keep that. I'm going to cry. Do we? Oh my god. I think we're wandering into some very dangerous territory. I'm so sorry, Gavin. <laughs> but I do think we, because ha- I agree, it's a very natural instinct to go, I need to find a mate. Yeah. No matter what form I take, I need something out there to know my body as I know it. Mm-hmm. Are we going to get a dragon sex scene? Like, are mm-hmm. we, do we find that mate? Does that work? God, I don't know. We have to, we have to discuss how corporeal this dragon is now. We do. I feel like it gets more and more corporeal as the, like, as its will to live gets stronger. Like, it lives with this colony and it starts building this desire to be seen. A mm-hmm. desire it hasn't felt in years. Because mm-hmm. I don't think it wants to be seen by humans. It couldn't care less about humans. Mm-hmm. But something that looks like it, of course, it wants to share life with. You know what I want is something, like, really... <sighs> How do I say this? Like, like the the dragon becomes more corporeal the more something or another happens. Like, the more he believes in himself or something. The more he believes that he is corporeal, the more corporeal he'll become. But I want him to, ever since he's been dead, he's always been able to fly. 
Oh yeah, just because yeah. he believes he can fly, Therefore so he, he can. can fly. Yeah, and I want that to be the cinch. Like he's really trying to touch something, and he can't because he doesn't believe that he can. And then someone's like, "But you can, because you've always been able to fly." Right. Ooh. Can I be entirely honest? Mm. I don't want our ghost dragon to mate with another dragon. Okay. I think it should mate with something else. And I, oh, I oh, say that. Oh, oh, I, oh, hold on. Oh. Wait. I know what you're thinking. I know you're thinking, Halika. That sounds like we're pandering to an audience that perhaps we're not ready to. I mean, I think it needs some larger entity to tell it, but you can. Therefore, it needs to be an entity that sees the ghost dragon. Uh-huh. Because I don't think these genetically engineered dragons or the robo-dragons or humans can see the ghost dragon for the longest time. Mm. So I'd like to propose. I'm scared. I'd like to... I'm, like, pausing myself because I'm scared. Oh. How about we throw some fairies into the mix? Oh! What if we talk about the fairy queen? The fairy queen. Yes, I'm thinking Regal, Titania, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, whether or not they do things up to whoever writes this story, but I would like the dragon to find solace in a race that is not close to his. Gotcha. Are we it. talking about, like, lover solace? Because I feel like fairies about yay big and dragons about yay big. Oh, I always... Well, like, fairies are tiny, but I was thinking, like, Titania's the biggest creature ever. Because I always think Titania's, like, the biggest thing. Okay. Because everyone draws her with, like, the biggest boobs. So oh. it's like, I just assume... Gavin, you're gonna have to cut so many things. You like, said something really bad. Yeah. Pause the recording. <laughs> And we have returned. Yes. We have thought about things. A lot of things. I apologize, mom and dad, if you're listening. Oh my god, my little brother. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Let me be the first to apologize. I'm so sorry. Oh my god. So back to ghost dragon. Ghost dragon sex, yes. Ghost dragon semen. Ghost dragon everything. Yeah, I feel like we may as well just go all out. Like, we've apologized. You're aware of what's happening. I'm aware of what's happening. Let's just... Let's, I want you know. to be unaware of what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> so, we have... We could also... I mean, it is a ghost dragon. It could shrink, you know, to meek Titania's size. Yeah, yeah. Just be slightly large. You know what? I don't want to get into it. I don't <laughs> want to think about ghost sex dynamics okay but we have ghost dragon we have titania um i'm thinking titania is this very regal creature who you know tells the ghost dragon maybe not in as certain terms but just well the more you believe the more you'll feel the more you are real so on so forth i think something like you look real to me you just need to believe that you're real yeah because you know what i would kind of very carefully like a love story between them. I think it would be fine. But then we do get into the ghost mechanic. We were talking about this during our break. Do we get ghost baby? I think we don't. No. Mm-mm. I feel like it's just not possible. God. I want this ghost dragon to be so frustrated. Not only with like, I want them to be really frustrated with not being able to have a child, but before that, I want them to get really frustrated when they can't figure out how to touch their lover. 
Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. God, that's so heartbreaking. We could have just done two normal people and said, God, I can't touch my girlfriend. But no, we said dragon (laughs) and fairy. Which is like, oh my god. We could have some really poetic imagery where it's like ghost dragon into because i imagine this has to be like a very eloquently written where ghost dragon is like i i so desperately long to hold you i long to feel you and titania goes well every time i hold my own hand i imagine it's yours whatever i imagine you are the one who i feel yeah where did the apocalypse go oh damn (laughs) fuck (laughs) dragons (laughs) um dragon semen I'm so sorry. You've said it three <laughs> times now. Oh God. Oh, free us from this nightmare. <laughs> um, I think that while the ghost dragon is with Titania, the, I think going back to the breeders, mm-hmm. one like obviously the sterile dragons escape. They die out after maybe fifty years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the breeders from that incident has always thought that the dragons shouldn't be flat-colored, like the scientists proposed. Okay. And I think this breeder, whoever they might be, is very passionate about, like, no, I just want dragons to be wherever they want to be. Mm-hmm. So they start doing some illegal dragon breeding. Yes. And obviously, like, they get some really beautiful, like, scale patterns. They get so into it. These dragons are the vicious ones. Yes. Yeah. This is the dragon apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And the worst part, these dragons can mate, so they have eggs. I love, like, the reasoning for that being, like, the one scientist who's like, I want pretty colors, and does it, like, off the, off, off the notepad, off the, <laughs> <laughs> off the records, um, like, you know, does it wrong. Like, you're supposed to sterilize them at this point, like... It, there are steps and they do it wrong and so therefore these dragons can breed now oh yeah and, and they hate humanity they oh yeah no so much i don't know like it's i don't think this breeder like abuses the dragons and that's how they grow this hatred i think they're just hungry i think they're ferocious and they long to they're hungry well, they're hungry like obviously they could be hungry in the physical sense and they like to eat humans but it could also just be like they are desperate to leave the breeder's sanctuary and spread out their wings to its full span oh yeah and i think the more that these dragons like because they're not controlled they're also constantly laying eggs it's turmoil Mm -hmm. Um, i think the color of their scales gets muddier Mm. as it goes down the line which is just like it's a fun little narrative fact but then yeah these dragons are the ones that tear up humanity and I think as the centuries go by, either the human race goes extinct or it gets real close. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. Where does um, Ghost Dragon, does, does Ghost Dragon stop the apocalypse? I don't think, I don't think Ghost Dragon does. No. I think, I think that Ghost Dragon spends these centuries, like, while, he, while humanity is dying, I think Ghost Dragon is spending this time with Titania and then one day... After so long of, like, just trying to have this child be more to Titania, I think Ghost Dragon can't take it. I think that is the day where Ghost Dragon wakes up, and maybe Ghost Dragon has spent years, like, getting a little more real. I think they lose it. Mm. I think this morning they wake up and they slip through the bed. Oh. So they leave. They fly out of Titania's window, and they go, they start to roam again. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Because maybe Titania also stops seeing Ghost Dragon. Oh. I think that is like the tragedy of it too. So, so quick rehash. We have our ghost dragons been alive, roaming forever, finds these sterile dragons. And it's like, wow, pack dynamics. Yeah. Love. I want that. Mm -hmm. And he can't find it in that pack. And so he goes and he finds this fairy who can see him Mm -hmm. and they fall in together. And then apocalypse happens. Yes. Yeah. Mean dragons. (laughs) And then our ghost dragon is spending centuries with our fairy, something like that. Mm -hmm. At least one century. Yeah. Living among their people. And then returns to post-apocalypse. Yeah. And this world has been ravaged by these dragons. Yeah. Like, it's so much. They're disastrous. A small part of me wants him to be mad about that. Oh, how destroyed the world. Yeah, because, you know, I think his favorite thing, like, flying around the world before meeting the sterile dragons, Mm -hmm. I think it was just admiring the world for what it was. Yeah. And how he couldn't touch it because it was perfect the way it was. Yeah. Something like, God, I was never so destructive when I was alive. You don't deserve to be called dragons. Yeah. Yeah. Now I want him to end the apocalypse. Yeah, now I think Ghost Dragon has to. Yeah, he's so mad at them. You know, it's interesting. We went from a protagonist who wants to leave a legacy to a ghost dragon that's about to erase the legacy of dragons everywhere. Yes. Oh, God. I need him to fix it. I need him to, like, find his physicality because he's so mad. Like, he comes face to face with a a vicious dragon who's destroying something, and he just gets so upset that he tears through them. Oh, yeah. Poltergeist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, it's this amazing, yeah. I think it's brutal. Yeah. And I think he, oh, I don't know. I think he just goes around and he kills all of these dragons. I don't think we even need to, like, end the narrative on he fixed everything. I would be happy with ending it with just he killed one dragon and he's going to do it again. Yeah. Well, I also, like, I think we could end it right there. I also like the idea of just, like, we follow Ghost Dragon, and maybe, obviously, we can't do this with every single mean dragon that's still alive, but I like the idea of Ghost Dragon spending the next century and a half just going through and killing all of these other dragons, all of them. And once this mission is done, I like the idea of Ghost Dragon returning to Titania. She, if she can see him, she doesn't recognize him. Like his scales are so tainted with the blood of all he's taken. Yes. And I think she tries to fight him. Oh. Because, like, that's another big thing about Titania. She protects her own. So it's like she thinks he's another one of the dragons who have come to ravage her home. Oh, she would, huh? Mm hmm. Oh, damn. And he can't reason with her. And I think he has to kill her, too. Kill her or have her vanquish him. That's what I was thinking. What if she kills him? Kills in quotation marks. Oh, you know what? What would be interesting, too, is because this is a ghost dragon. So technically, the ghost dragon can't be killed. But if she stabs him through, like, the throat or whatever, and there's just this moment where he realizes, you would have killed me were I actually alive. Yeah. And that is the final straw for him. He no longer believes he exists. And that is what kills him. Because that tragedy is so much. Can Can that be the last line of the story? I don't exist. Yeah. Blank page. And that's Five it. blank pages. Yeah. Because that is like, 
the would-be monologue he would have had gone yeah oh my god it's amazing what a ride that was <laughs> yeah thank you for joining us for that uh, we will catch you after this break yes see you after this break <laughs> bye bye And I hope you all enjoyed that first segment as much as I have. And I just wanted to use this little part that I, I'm i so gracious to have. Thank you for all listening to to me. Uh, um, yeah, I wanted to use this, this part to say, hey, if you like Off the Notepad, if you love Off the Notepad, please share it with your friends, family, loved ones, really anyone one of the best things that you can do for this podcast is spreading spreading around word of mouth on social media whatever you can do and thank you for listening we wouldn't be here without you and uh without further ado i hope you all enjoyed this next segment where we see a ivy league girl kind of get their comeuppance and uh yeah again i will see you all in the next episode bye Hello, welcome back to Off the Notepad. We're so glad to see that you didn't leave, because why would you leave? Why would you leave? I mean, after the first segment, I would be tempted, but I would never. That silence was there to just make you really consider it. Okay, um... It is my turn to give a protagonist. And it is my turn to give a prompt. What protagonist do you have? We are going to go with... I hope you have fun editing this. <laughs> I didn't even recognize you because I still hear you guys. <laughs> That's a whole lot of silence just for you. What the fuck were you doing? <laughs> Staring at you. It was funny. It was great. So, the protagonist I have for you today is a daddy's money Ivy League college student. Oh my god, a pretentious rich kid. Yep. (gasps) But Ivy League. Yep. Okay, I'm going to pick a prompt. Okay. We just have to be very careful. Oh no. Not to get into the same territory as the first. (laughs) I think we can agree to that. Um... I guess it is our spooky episode. It's a story that takes place in a haunted house. Oh. Now, we could stage it during Halloween. I don't think I want to. Okay. Um, but I like the idea of this Daddy's Money Ivy League student being tormented in a haunted house that won't let them leave. Okay. Interesting. Is he alone? Is it a he? <laughs> is he alone? We haven't had a female protagonist in a hot minute. Let's is she, she alone? I mean, I think it depends on the rules of the haunted house. Because I think it's fine if we have, like, you know, a bunch of college kids decide to do, like, a hazing ceremony or absolutely whatever in a haunted house, right? Mm. Like, that's fine. But then I feel like we have to kill the rest of the cast off. Okay. And I don't think we have to do it, like, throughout the narrative. I kind of want them all to die very upfront. God, you're, like, triggering my, my, my 
time loop senses. I do like the time loop. <laughs> of, of, this is a story that already exists of, of, of the time loop of a bunch of young teenager, uh, young adults going into a haunted mansion, everyone dying, and then it loops again. Right, and that's right, because you mentioned this in an episode a while ago. Yeah. Well, I think let's... We can't take the time loop. Yeah, 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 yeah. But how about we work with the idea of Ivy League student trying to prevent these deaths? Like, let's say everyone in this little college group, except for Daddy Money, Ivy League, um, dies. And one of the spirits, monsters in the house, whatever, is like, well, if you perform this ritual using things around the house, perhaps I can bring them back for you. Okay. God, I feel like Daddy's money is, like, so incompetent, though. Oh, she's terrible. And I don't think she... I don't know. I don't think she cares. About the other students? Yeah, I feel like she doesn't believe that they're dead. I think she's pranking her. I was kind of thinking that, too. Like, this is the kind of girl that I imagine to literally use that exact word, like, oh, I'll call daddy. He'll make something happen. Yeah. It's like, daddy's going to hear about this. Like, very, like, oh, yeah. Let me out of this house or else. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't think she knows this, like, college group very well. I think she doesn't have any friends. Like, I think she's so annoying that people tend to ignore her. So she got invited on this trip by, like, the nicest girl on campus. It could be like an organization trip of like, just come show up. We'll have fun. Yes, perhaps like a literary magazine trip. Oh, oh. <laughs> are we taking a trip? An office company. I don't know. Um. <laughs> it's foreboding on air. This is, I've been meaning to ask you. Oh, <laughs> would you like to come to my haunted house? I'm inviting this pretentious girl that I don't know very well so bad no um yeah daddy's money she's not close with these people she thinks they're playing a prank on her and i think this ritual is like complicated and gross Mm -hmm. like she has to go through like the different rooms tormented by a different spirit in every one like i want i just love the image of she walks into a room and it's like a it's a full-on morgue setup and there's like a dead pig on the table Mm -hmm. and there's just like a plaque in front of it that says like eat the heart It's, like, really gross. Oh, God. So, I see two things going on here. First is where she gets really fucking mad because she's like, they're playing this prank on me. How fucking dare they? Mm -hmm. Who do they think I am? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, why why would you do this to me? I'm an angel. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm perfect. I think it's a pride thing. She goes, they're trying to see me unhinged. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely not. Daddy did not raise me like that. (laughs) And the second thing escapes my mind. (laughs) No. (laughs) More silence for you? Why am I being scared at? We're just being terrible people this episode. (laughs) Also, I can hear that from your headphones. What did you just hear? I can't hear the words. I can just hear. Drop some poggers in the Twitch chat. Of course I did. Of course I heard that. Good. Anyways, 
Um, I mean, the second thing, it'll come to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's a pride thing. Yeah. It's a pride thing for sure. We gotta, like, there has to be a turning point that makes her believe, like, oh, God, they're dead. Yeah, I think it's, like, a couple of, like, I imagine this is, like, a massive haunted mansion because I'm, I love those. Um, and as she's going room by room, I like the idea of her losing pieces of her outfit and therefore, like, losing pieces of her sanity. Oh. And, like, three or four rooms in, like, her hair is a mess. There's blood on everything she owns. It hits her. She goes, oh, my God. <laughs> this is real. And maybe she sees something in that room where it's, like, um, maybe the ghosts have, like, a little play, like, a performance for her. Mm-hmm. And they have to say, like, you have to sit through it. Oh. And it's some disgusting, like, torture scene. I kind of want them to do, like, a puppet show. I like the... Maybe it's a puppet show, and they're threatening her life. Like, they're making her terrified. They're like, once upon a time, there was a little girl. And, like, they they talk through her life and how close she is with her father. And then... Either they start talking about the ways that the, like they want to torture her, like pulling parts of her out, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or they talk about like how her father really feels in like air quotes. God, this has become like, psychological torture and I love it. I yeah. Love it. Like just, but daddy hated the little girl. So on and so forth. Like I love that line. This should not be giving me chills. <laughs> Puppet show. But yeah, and like I think she tries to... She can't handle this room. Like, obviously, her psyche is broken. Mm-hmm. And there's no way that these um, college kids knew this much information about her. Mm-hmm. So she starts freaking out. It hits her. And she tries to leave, but she's, like, shackled to the chair or something. It's like, ooh, it's gross. I almost want her completing the trials to be motivated not by the fact that she wants to revive all these strangers, cause she, but just because she wants to get the fuck out of there. Oh, yeah. I think that's what it is, like, from the start. It's I couldn't care less about them because I know it's a prank. Mm -hmm. But I think as she keeps going, she starts to get this sense that, like, it doesn't matter if she completes these trials. She's not leaving. Mm -hmm. So then she just starts doing them out of, like, willing her body to move, you know? A small part of me wants, like, part of the trials to include, like, learning more about all these students. And so they get, like humanized in her mind and she starts to like connect for them and care for them and then she finishes the last trial and they say okay now decide you or them oh my god oh my god that'd be so good because what does she even choose in that last moment yeah because she's also been i think she's been tormented she's been tortured i feel like one of the rooms makes her like sit through her own kind of visceral dissection oh yeah no it's gross it's icky um because I just, I love this scene where she stumbles into the foyer and she is like met with the head ghost or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the head ghost is like cheery and it's just like, well, you've done it. You're here. And she just has like this look of such death on her face. She's so tired. And just being presented with that, it's you or them. Oh, what do you do? Oh my God. Because like on one hand, in a sense, you've started fighting for their lives. Oh Yeah. But on the other, you're so tired. Yeah. You can't stand another minute in this house. Oh, God. That's so hard. You know what? I think she could choose herself. Like, she just goes, I can't. She has, like, a screaming breakdown. 
and the head ghost like makes her sit by as it like disposes of their spirits or whatever and like Mm -hmm. kills them off one by one and then it opens the door for her and as she steps out it's like she's i don't know i feel like it'd be interesting if she steps out and all of a sudden she's side by side with the rest of the group Mm. because then i wonder uh, in one instance you could have them like remember the whole thing on the other they could be getting ready to go inside (gasps) (laughs) like fully just yeah can you make me cry (laughs) oh fuck Because then it comes down to, well, you could play it off where it's like, you know, they, she turns around and they're like, are you ready to go in now? Like, you look a little sick there. Oh, God. That would be, that would be the worst ending in the world. Yeah. You just end it there. Yeah, just. <sighs> I would throw that book out a window. <laughs> so much it's just like top 10 ways to absolutely destroy the daddy's money college student just wreck her oh my god oh you ready to go you ready to go inside come on (laughs) it's gonna be fun deep breaths so glad you made it She needs. She gotta have a breakdown there. Assuming we don't end there, she has a breakdown. Oh yeah, it's a screaming fit. Yeah, but I think I do think that's probably like the best and the worst ending. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to that. <laughs> Just that. Just that. <laughs> Just. Thanks for being here. If you have um. Any rewrites, any prompts you want us to try out, shoot an email to offthenotepad at gmail.com or check us out on Instagram. It's the same name. I mean, you're already following us, so you know. Yeah, you know that we have updates and we put out down prompts and we read every comment that comes through. We memorize them. We've actually started making Gavin tattoo them to himself. Mm-hmm. Anyways, thanks so much for being here. We'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.